Welcome to the Catholics Fight Porn podcast. My name is Steve O'Connor, the host and founder of Catholics Fight Porn. I help Catholic men and specifically newly married men overcome their addiction to pornography through my group coaching experience, Finally Free. So stay tuned and click the link in the show notes for more information. Welcome back to another episode. Great to be with you. Today, the church celebrates the feast day of St. Catherine the Labouret. She gave us the miraculous medal, as Our Lady asked her to do. And we love the words on there, O Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. Mary asked Catherine to go to her confessor and saying that this image of Mary with these rays of light coming out from her hands towards the world. And those words need to be on this medallion and that all who wear them will receive great graces. So I wear mine every day because I need as many graces as I can get. So today I wanted to talk about the difference between shame and guilt. And these two can be used interchangeably, but I think in recovery, it's important to note the key differences between them. Both are natural consequences of acting out, but guilt and shame are not the same. Guilt, if there's one takeaway, it's that guilt is about behavior, while shame is about ourselves, our identity. Guilt looks at the wrong that we've done and motivates us to change and behave better in the future. Shame focuses inward and keeps us stuck, saying, I'm a bad person, I'm an idiot, I'm so stupid, I'm too weak, I'm never going to get this right, why should I even bother? So it's kind of like guilt would say, I messed up, and shame would say, I am messed up. So researchers have done some extensive research. Well, that's a good thing that researchers are doing research, but the differences between shame and guilt and have found that people describing a shame experience were more likely to be concerned with how others viewed them while those describing a guilt experience were more likely to be concerned with how their behavior affected others. So that's kind of interesting is that when we do fall and sin and act out and whatever embarrassment it is, shame's looking at, okay, what's so-and-so going to think of me? Whereas if we're in guilt, we're saying, oh man, I messed up. How's this going to affect that person? So guilt is healthy. It pushes us to modify our behavior and shame is a rejection of ourself. Shame drags us down. It's not healthy. Guilt is about awareness and helps us see our better selves and strive to become better people who take care of each other in healthier ways. Guilt is also a reflection of our morals and values, and we experience guilty feelings when we violate 
these moral standards that we have. So shame can also come from challenging social situations or trauma. Feeling ashamed can damage, can damage a person's self-worth, can bring about feelings of inadequacy, and can cause someone to hide from these feelings or from other people. One thing that we see a lot with shame is that shame will always blame. We blame, you know, our spouse. We blame our kids. We blame our boss, the neighbor, the world. It, it's very hard to accept personal responsibility when we're in shame. It's like, uh, you know what? I'm tired. It was a long day. I cooked. I did the dishes. Now I need to just relax and have some me time and, and then very easy to go off acting out. We just need to remember that when we do something wrong and sin, we need to use the guilt associated with our behavior and to go repent in confession and get right with God and, and get right with others if we owe an amends. And the key is not to get stuck in shame or shut down or wallow in self-pity can also remember that we have the authority to send shame back to where it comes from, which is hell. We can renounce it and send it away. Very good to vocalize these things in the name of Jesus Christ. I renounce the shame, this feelings of inadequacy and worthlessness, and ask you, Jesus, to dispose of this as you will. My friend and mentor in recovery, Mark, He's He's got 100 recovery rules, but his recovery rule number 32 is a good one on the topic. Says, shame drives you into secrecy. Guilt drives you into repentance. So shame, because it attacks our core and our identity, it's going to cause us to hide, to be secret, to deceive others. And we're really deceiving ourselves. Whereas guilt, I've said this over and over again, it's going to push us to doing the next right thing. All right, so how does shame and guilt affect pornography consumers? There was a recent study that looked at just that and found some interesting things. The researchers found that feeling shame about yourself is associated with higher compulsive consumption of pornography as well as higher levels of depression and emotional distress related to unwanted levels of porn consumption. This study also found that people feeling shame about themselves related their porn consumption, related to their porn consumption, were less motivated to change their behaviors and made fewer efforts to actually change. However, they found the exact opposite when it came to feelings of guilt related to their porn consumption behavior versus shame about themselves. The researchers found that feelings of guilt related to porn consumption behaviors were associated with less compulsive consumption, higher levels of motivation for change, and more efforts to make positive differences. This helps us see that unhealthy shame likely plays a role in people getting started and continuing in unwanted, unwanted patterns of porn consumption. While guilt, on the other hand, helps increase motivation to change and efforts people make to change. All right, well, let's close this out with some scripture from Micah 7, 18. Who is there like you 
the God who removes guilt, which is just a beautiful, beautiful saying there. goes on in the next verse. God will again have compassion on us, treading underfoot our iniquities. He will cast into the depths of the sea all of our sins. So that is encouraging. There's a, a scripture that I quoted in the last podcast, Psalm 103.12. As far as the east is from the west, so far has God removed our sins from us. And the next verse, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. I think we have to look at the prodigal son from Luke's gospel. Jesus, you picture the son that takes his inheritance early, doesn't even wait for his father to pass. He just takes it. He squanders it, realizes that the pigs have it better off than, than he does. He goes back realizing he's sinned against heaven and against his father. And the father sees him far off and runs towards his son, embraces him, hugs him, and then gathers everyone around for a party, music, dancing, celebration. And of course, you know, the other faithful son can't believe his eyes. But if we focus on God the Father, it doesn't matter what we've done. There's no sin that's unforgivable. Jesus died on the cross. He paid the ultimate sacrifice, and he has won redemption for us. So whenever we are feeling stuck in shame, we always have to run to the Father. The Father forgives us. The Father wants to see the guilty party. He wants to see us. He wants to forgive us. And so just don't ever be too ashamed to run to confession, to run to others. And again, remember that the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, it's connection. So when we are feeling down and out, we need to connect with God <clears throat> and we also need to connect with others. All right. So as Paul says in Galatians 5, chapter 5, verse 1, Stand firm and do not take on yourselves the yoke of slavery and guilt a second time. God has forgiven us. And <clears throat> if you have learned about recovery, this is our chance to dive deeper, to get help, and to do the next right thing. We must always remember our identity, that we are a child of the living God who made us in his image and likeness. We are precious. We are his masterpiece. We are not worthless. God loves us. God love you. God bless. Bye-bye. If you found this podcast helpful, download the episode, subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend, and share with me on Instagram at Catholic Recovery any of your reactions. And to begin your healing journey, join me in Finally Free, where you can get coached weekly 
and learn the skills to stop your porn addiction for good. God bless.